0: Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff, second podcast of the week. You and I just got done watching game one of the NBA finals, kind of timed that out pretty good. I got to ask, I want to start with the the finals sure, because basketball is big in your house. It's big in my house, but your kids, especially for them, it's new. Like for me, my first NBA finals, I remember, and the first NBA game I ever remember watching was on tape delayed. It was Magic Johnson winning MVP when Kareem was hurt when he was like a 19 Uh. year old kid. And for against me, I've the loved Sixers? against the Sixers. And that was the first time I ever saw magic and the first time that I can remember. And the yeah. first time that I, I remember watching an NBA game, I had no idea that it was tape delayed. I don't know if I knew how to fucking tell time at that point in my life.
1: Uh, <laughs> I remember all of it. My son, Jack, has been a Warriors fan for about five years.
0: Yep, yeah, a good five years.
1: It's been a good run. He's been all in. His brother doesn't really care. But what makes this finals really, really fun in the house is I have a great friend named Joe Carlo in Toronto. Yes. And Joe, when I was up there a couple of weeks ago, put together an unbelievable care package for these guys and sent back Canadian maple syrup directly from a farm, Dave. Like not, you know what I'm saying, not like... uh. Mrs. Butterworth and that, right? I mean, this came directly from a family's farm, old school maple syrup, all kinds of Canadian candy bars, right? And then uh, team shirts. But then she got them a couple of very, very cool hoodies that they wear all the time. And while they've never actually met through video chat and everything else, they've struck up a friendship as well. Well, she's a diehard Raptors fan living there. So she and I hung out a lot when I was just up there. And one of the things we did, she and I went to the Blue Jays game. And then we went down into Jurassic Park because I wanted to go down and experience it. And it was unbelievable. And so I kind of have been watching that team and enjoying that team. So tonight, for the first time, as the Warriors have been in the finals for my son... There's a little pushback because I I didn't care about the Cavs. I didn't care. I just and I I really didn't care about the Warriors. I just cheered for him for him. But tonight I go, look, man, we got to make a bet on this thing. And he goes, oh, turning turning
0: him into a degenerate,
1: right? He goes, all right, that's fine. What do you think we bet? I said a championship T-shirt. Nothing's worse then when you have to buy the other guy a T-shirt that says "You're the champion," <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Man, that's going to be a drag for you." Yeah. And I go, "Well, don't forget game seven. If this thing goes seven, it drags out. It's Father's Day." He goes, "That's great." <laughs> I go, "Well, okay." So we're watching the game, and he has a Raptor shirt. She sent him one. Yeah. And he- will he wear it? Yeah, he wears it. Yeah, because it's because that's his friend, and his friend gave him a gift. But it's now the
0: team he hates more than any team in the league.
1: It might change a little. Yes. But up until a couple hours ago, yes, because his friend Joe sent it to him, and he loved it. So this is what was fun for me tonight. So we're watching the game. Toronto's up by 10, I think, at halftime. And everything's going fine. We're hanging out, having some dinner, watching it. And all of a sudden, third quarter, they call a foul on Golden State. And he says, oh, man, of course you called on Golden State. I would see seen a cold on Toronto all night. <laughs> and I go, things just got real. Yes. So I was on my way down here for the fourth quarter. And look, I'm a bandwagon <laughs> Toronto fan for the last five weeks. Yeah. I jumped in, in. the. I mean, I've been watching them. But it's not like I'm, I'm not Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but my son's all in on the Warriors.
0: Yes. Well, he has been. And you know what? I have no yeah. issue with that. I'll tell you my opinion on that not, because number one, he's a young guy. It's not like me yeah. being a Laker fan. And all of a sudden I'm telling him I'm a Warriors fan. I'm not a, a, no. a I am not I did not even root for the guy named Giants when Bochy was in there, right. you know, come on. But my feeling is if you're a sports fan and you look at what Golden State does, they play the game so clean and crisp right. and they pass, right? They pass the ball. It's not James Harden where you can four guys run down, get ready to jump in the offense, and that motherfucker is going to shoot it from 45 feet out, and yep. they all wasted their time running down the court. Golden State plays the game really nice.
1: That And I like Steve Kerr. Yep. I like Klay Thompson. Yep. Curry's unbelievable, right? Yeah. I, I love – I like Boogie Cousins, man. I got to admit, for that guy to come back from the injury and then got hurt again and to be able to play tonight, Dave, I thought that yep. was cool, man. I, I thought that was cool. But uh, but he's all in. And it would be like if somebody became I don't know, a fan of the Texas Rangers and the Rangers were playing the Padres in the World Series. Now, my affiliation with the Padres goes a lot deeper than my son's does with the Warriors. But you got to kind of manage your trash talking because that is his team. Yeah. Tapes every game that he can. When we're driving around, I have XM in my car. He makes me listen to every goddamn warrior game. I mean, that's really his team. So yeah. while I'm excited that I get a game one win tonight, I'm not really ready to bust his balls completely. <laughs> the part of me that wants to, but I'm not going to.
0: You know, it's 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 really fun. I mean, honestly, the championships are what you remember, and it's really fun the way things move forward where you have interests on both sides. As you said, we're all looking from San Diego for Kawhi Leonard, right? Sure. We're all happy and saying this guy is representing. Yeah, he's awesome, man. He, he looks so good. I mean, the, remember a year ago, he barely played. His, right. His feelings got hurt with the Spurs, and everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? Right. What did Tony Parker do, you yeah. know, again? And and, <laughs> yeah. and and couldn't freaking fix it, and he wanted out, and it wasn't about the big contract. It was all about just get me out of here. I want to go somewhere where people actually care about me. Toronto, and you saw DeMar DeRozan, who went to yeah. USC, who loved Toronto, was really upset, cried when they got traded. Yeah. So now the big question is, you know, what happens to you know Kawhi if he decides to leave for that one year and yeah. he comes back to the Clippers, that's where everyone thinks he's going, or he stays yeah. in Toronto. I'll throw this one at you. Let's say they win the championship, the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Kawhi signs with the Clippers, and they only go back once a year. Does he get booed or does he get cheered?
1: Uh, there he'd get cheered.
0: I think he gets cheered there.
1: I'll tell you, I, I may have shared this, but on that night that we left Rogers Center and went to Jurassic Park, yeah, there's about 50 people waiting at a red light. Toronto cop is holding us up as traffic's going by. Finally, traffic stops. The cop looks at everybody and goes, sorry, everybody. Have a great rest of your night. The cop apologizes <laughs> to you. It feels like every day I'm watching on social media yeah. another cop down here, the one the video today where the cop threatened to shoot the guy holding the picking up trash. You see that one?
0: No, I didn't see that. Oh my
1: God. It, it just gets worse and worse. And I said I remember saying when I came back the day when I left on a Wednesday and the entire Raptors team just walks through the airport and yeah. the entire airport. Look, you saw it tonight. You heard it tonight. That city's all in on that team. But nobody bothered them, Dave. They just waved to them. Yeah. They kind of gave a thumbs up. The players gave a thumbs up. And I was like, man, this is really, really cool. Like, this is really nice. And then I get to Chicago, and I get off the plane in Chicago. And it's like any other airport in the States. Some fucking guy with a pair of beat headphones on, plugged into his phone, Talking about this loud, no matter where you go, God, I swear, if you're one of those people that conducts a conversation yeah. on your phone in a fucking restaurant or a coffee shop, God, I hope you know what a fucking douche you are. You are the epitome of the word douche. If you can't go, hey, hang on, you know what? I'm at Starbucks or I'm at Cali Comfort. Yeah. Let me go out front and I'll I'll call you back or I'll be in the car in 10 minutes Just the idea that you're going to sit there and just fucking talk so loud. God, you're a cock-sucking douche. (laughs) Fuck you.
0: All right, here's the interesting thing to me about the NBA Finals. i got two more things for you. All right, let me hear it. The Finals are are different than they used to be when I was a kid. It used to be two at home, three on the road, two back.
1: Yeah, two, two, one, one, one.
0: Yeah, have fun traveling back and fucking forth. This thing goes seven games.
1: The long trip, although not as long as you would...
0: It's not as long. I just looked it up. That's funny you just said that. Yeah. If you would have asked me how far do you think it is, I would have guessed 3,500 miles.
1: Uh, Well, I couldn't tell you miles. I could just tell you from... It feels like uh, it should be a lot longer flight. For whatever reason, I felt like it should be like a nine-hour flight.
0: According to the airline, it's 2,249. That seems low to me.
1: Yeah, that's about right. I mean, for me, what I do every time is I fly from here to Chicago, which is three and a half to four. And then, uh, from Chicago up there is just an hour. So it's just a connecting. point. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. And it breaks it up really, really easy. I, I just would say for anybody, especially parents, if, uh, or sports fans, God, yeah. it's a great place, man. It really is. Uh, Chicago, New York, Dallas. We've been lucky enough to go to Miami, uh, the Bay area, right? All of them. S- Seattle, but there's just something about the entire vibe of that city. I think I think San Diegans would enjoy it a lot.
0: That's that's amazing. All right, so you mentioned Steve Kerr's name. This is the last NBA Finals kind of trivia thing that kind of mm-hmm. stood out to me. That I was like, wow. Um, so he, here's the, the question. There are three guys combined have contributed to 87% of all NBA Finals. Whoa. Three guys. Do any of them come to mind?
1: Eight, well, how many have they played?
0: I'm going to tell you right now. How many uh, How many NBA Finals? NBA I'm going to look it up. Hang on. All right.
1: So it's these three guys combined have combined. contributed to 87? They have been involved in 87%. Okay, it's got to be somebody from the Red Auerbach.
0: Yep, that's one of them.
1: Okay. Red's probably 65% by himself. <laughs> no shit. Hmm. And then... Well, let's see. Kerr was there with Chicago, with Golden State, with San Antonio, right? Yep. So I'll put Steve Kerr in there. You got it. You got two of them. Okay. And then the third guy, third guy is going to be, I I might throw in Jerry West in there, but I don't think that's No, that's a great guess,
0: but it's not. Who is it? Phil Jackson. Oh, okay. Phil Jackson, those three guys. Now, right away, because I said that. Someone's gonna say you fucking racist. You named three white guys. No, look, I'm telling you, that's the way it is. How about that? Three guys. They're all basically coaches and two players, right? Okay. Phil Jackson was a player, one with the Knicks. So yeah, and of course, but he, everyone knows him as a coach with the Bulls and the Lakers. And Steve Kerr has done it both with the with a, as a player and as a coach.
1: Wow. See, I would think Bill Russell would have been. up Yeah, Bill there, Russell
0: but- probably is the next guy on the list. Yeah, for yeah. from a player standpoint. Yeah. Oh, from but- a player standpoint, he's he's the guy. Nobody's won more than than Bill.
1: But did he, he never coached any of those He, he did. His teams, last did he?
0: season, he was a player coach. Really? Yeah, and he coached later on, like, the Sacramento Kings. He sucked. Okay. But he was a player coach.
1: Man. Well, I enjoyed it tonight. Yeah, that I, was cool. I, I,
0: I do enjoy the game. Ratings were down this year. I, I, and I wonder how much it is, as much as people want to rip on LeBron, of not having LeBron playing and missing a lot of time. Because yeah. ratings, remember last year, were really high? Right. This year, they dropped. And people like, what happened? I I think you need that guy. You need that Jordan. You need that LeBron. You need that one guy that you always pay attention to. James Harden's not that guy.
1: No. I I, I don't know if Kawhi's that guy, right? I don't think Kawhi wants to be that guy, right? No. Look, if I had not been up there a couple of times outside of the Kawhi connection, I don't know how much I'm watching. You're paying
0: attention to that shit. And Norman Powell. Everyone always forgets about Norman Powell from Lincoln High School.
1: Right. That's pretty cool. Now, they were calling him Norm all night. Did he he change his name? Fuck if I know. He was Norman the entire way. And then all of a sudden tonight, they were calling him Norm. That's funny. Uh, Dave, I was saying to you before we started, goddamn Hubie Brown is so good. Yes. 84 years old, doing those games on ESPN radio. Really fun. But the other guy I was thinking about tonight, just randomly, is Kevin Harlan. Yeah. Because Kevin Harlan, it feels like, Work six nights a week during football season and the start of basketball. But then if you're Harlan, you're done, right? Like right now, officially, it's not even June 1st. He's probably got the next three months off, doesn't he? Did he do yeah, any he, of the TNT playoff games or has he been off?
0: I haven't heard him and I don't know what he does as far as, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens to Kevin Harlan. I just know what he, you're saying he doesn't come back to football season. So right. You're telling me, yeah.
1: Right. But you go, shit, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. Pretty good job. We've got that money. I mean, look, he's doing NBA. He's doing college basketball. He's doing Sunday football. He's doing Monday football. I mean, when it starts, and especially in October, November, all the way through, that guy's a machine.
0: Don't you think the thing that put Kevin Harlan on the map was Isaiah Ryder? Right? Remember he had that famous call? The whole Isaiah Ryder, the easy rider, and he's kind of yelling. Yeah, and he had the energy going. And I remember you and I put him on there. We go, let's get this guy on there. And he's the easiest guy to get as a guest. He always comes on. Super nice, guys. You said he works his ass off. Joe Buck works his ass off. This guy's, I think, on more than Joe Buck.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Joe Buck just does. But Joe Buck's only doing. He does the big events. Yeah.
0: He's doing all-star games and playoff games and World Series and shit like that. And obviously every, every week he's doing an NFL game.
1: Yeah, Kenny Albert's yeah. all over the place. Like, there's certain guys, but Marv did the TNT for the Eastern Conference Finals. Harlan didn't do it. So, I don't know, but it, it's funny. Dave, you just start thinking about some of these guys, you go, well, shit. It's not a bad gig if you can get it.
0: Marv Albert's one of those guys that you go, how does he still have a job? When things hit the shits right. about 20 years ago where he bit the girl in the back. Jesus. And you're like, there's no way this guy gets a job. How old do you think Marv is?
1: Well, he's Kenny's kid uh Kenny is his kid, so Kenny's gotta be pushing fifty. I would think. Yeah. So Marv's gotta be seventy seven.
0: Perfect. You got it. Exactly. Seventy seven years old. Yeah? Yeah. Seventy seven. How old how much do you think Marv is worth according to this?
1: Oh shit. Oh, well, he was NBC did big money. I'm gonna say Marv's worth twenty two million.
0: Pretty close. Twenty five million. Yeah. Twenty five million. That's funny.
1: I mean, Marv's the guy. Yeah, here's
0: here's a dumb idea. I got to tell you this thing. Yesterday, I started to text you, mm-hmm. to you and to Woods. I'm listening to the Padre game yesterday, a okay? mm-hmm. day game in New York, and I'm listening to John Sterling. Oh God, he's fucking terrible.
1: Terrible, and so uh, Susan Waldman. She's
0: worse than he is. By She's far. awful. She's terrible, and she's a bitch, man. I'm, That's I'm, the problem. She is. In 1998, they oh. shared kf with us during the World Series, and everyone she talked to on her personal call, she ripped the shit out of the city. Yeah. But on the radio yesterday, how great San Diego is. And, oh, is that right? Yeah. and Oh, it's a beautiful John Sterling loves San Diego. Duh. He tells the story how they got this hotel, and you think it's near the stadium. I walk out of my room 10 feet next thing you know I'm looking at the infield. He's talking about the Omni. Oh, the
1: Omni. <laughs>
0: because it confused me. I didn't understand what just happened. It's, it's funny listening listen to him tell the story because no. we know what he's talking about. But she's all about how great it is. I go, bullshit. I listened to you for three days, ripped the shit out of the city to everybody on the phone.
1: But now, keep in mind, that was at Qualcomm. Yeah. They've been back to Petco, right? Yes, they have been back. And, and, and if they're staying at the Omni yeah. and you're in the middle of the gas lamp, It's pretty good living right there.
0: Her complaint, I remember nonstop, was you can't find a taxi in this town. Oh, you can't. Not at that time. She was so mad he couldn't find a taxi. But she just constantly ripping San Diego. It's overrated. And I I miss the big city. And I'm like, calm down. You're here for two fucking games to kick our ass, get a ring, and go home. Yeah. Save it, it. lady. (laughs) Save it, it, Red. So here's my mistake, okay? So I'm listening on on Sirius. Mm -hmm. And... I'm listening to the game then i take my headphones off and then i and go and I grab something then i come back and at the time i didn't realize i hit the button on sirius that that back button you know oh that, yeah but so yeah i don't even know that i did it so i'm listening and i'm like i swear to god i've heard this fucking story <laughs> about the fucking campers how do you, you know? do that
1: like you can't do it in the car
0: no you can't do it in the car you can do it on your phone though i oh, don't know okay. why why it is so i didn't realize i did it and i'm right right to you and and fucking Woods. And I'm like, this fucking guy just repeated the same story he said an hour ago, like almost word for word. He sucks. Because I know Woods was going to defend him because he's a Yankee guy. Yeah. And right before I pushed this in, I realized what I fucking did. I go, holy shit. shit. This guy. I go, Jeff would light me up right now if he realized what the fuck I just did and I'm ripping him. But yeah, I was, uh, wasn't impressed with the broadcasting with the Yankees. I,
1: I will say this, though. John, we have had on. Terrible guest. A terrible guest, but incredibly nice guy. Super nice guy. Super nice guy, born, but goddamn! God God damn. Gore. Imagine he... going out to dinner with that motherfucker. Oh, shit. He just, John's the guy you ask him the time he tells you how to build a watch. Yeah. he Wrong.
0: Could... And he would tell you to do it wrong. Right. <laughs> do but... you remember why we asked him on? Because it was 9-11. It was the anniversary.
1: Is that right?
0: And he talked about everything but fucking 9 11. And you like, were like, John, we got to go. Like, you just got tired of his shit.
1: But I like him because yeah, we've had a, him on before.
0: You wanted to kill him. You were so fucking mad at him. You're like, with the hand, like, move Let's forward. Let's go. Move Let's,
1: it. Yeah, move the story. What are you talking about? Come on, John. Shit, he's got to be. John's in his 80s. Yeah,
0: John's old, too. Damn. Wait,
1: I don't know if John's 80 yet. John, may, I'm going to guess John's 81.
0: God dang, you're so good at this. Okay? I got to look it up. Um, That's so funny.
1: Yeah. I think no, you,
0: dude, you, you, God, you fucked him over. He's 70, it says.
1: 70? There's no chance. Okay. Dude. <laughs> dude, Ted's 70. John's much older than Ted.
0: Back East will age you. I don't know what to tell you. It says he's 70 years old.
1: Wow, I thought he was older than that. Listen, the me. bitch. Yeah. Taurus. <laughs> it's Glaber Day. <laughs> Who did he have? I heard somebody hit a home run. Yeah. And he had some bullshit call. <laughs> Maybe Gary Sanchez. Did Gary Sanchez get yeah, one? Oh, yeah, I did. I feel like on... Uh, the first game. Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. The Sandman. Can you... Fuck off. <laughs> Someone pointed out to
0: me, and absolutely right, they go, my favorite thing Jeff used to do was when you guys were the first time around at 1360 on Fridays, you would do the home run call. Yeah. We'd have the... And audio. I said, you know what? I think it's my favorite thing of all time, too. And you always set it up. What was fucking Mark Grant on the mound?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was that fucking always, guy. It's Grant pitching, dude. That kid wore me out. I think I said it the other day when they were up there, and he's texting me from this. Is the other thing that fucking guy does all the time. So he sends me a <laughs> sends me a video, right? Yeah. Sends me a video from his room, looking down on the crowd in Toronto. They just gone crazy because they would beat Milwaukee. Don't post this anywhere. Where am I going to post it, right? Hey, look at this exclusive video from Mark Grant's hotel. Isn't it fascinating? CNN, call me directly if you want it. Hey, Harvey Levin, TMZ, here you go. Hey, don't post this. Uh, Yeah, no problem, dick. (coughs) Fucking guy. Red light. How about the Sweeney news today?
0: Oh, no. What happened?
1: Uh, Okay. Fuck. I like Sweeney. I'm the only guy. Sweeney? Boy, you... I like Sweeney. You Padre Twitter people are weasels.
0: Do they are? New Yorkers hate Padre
1: Twitter. Well, we'll get into that in a second. But today, what they did to Sweeney is they find some porn star on social media, and they screen captured that this blonde porn star apparently... Is followed by Sweeney. Yeah. And then it's this, oh, you know, you're supposed to be a role model. Oh, shut up. Yeah, what
0: are you talking about?
1: And then the one guy wrote in, Jesus, have you seen how many David Jeff follow? Dude, I saw that. I almost
0: wrote back and said, hey, we don't follow anyone that doesn't follow us back.
1: That's what I was going to say. I think I only have Missy Martinez, who's a close friend. Exactly. And Lisa Ann. You
0: and Missy have gone for long strolls on the beach.
1: Yes, we have. I didn't hear a word she said. God, I couldn't believe how good she smells. <laughs> you smell nice. <laughs> Jeff like. <laughs> like a total caveman. Um, But I was laughing. I was like, God damn. And, and so then I did what? But Sweeney follows like 5,000 people. Yeah. So I tried to scroll through to see if it could confirm. I couldn't. I yeah. didn't go through all five grand. So I'm not saying he does. I'm not saying he doesn't. But. Yeah, they screen capture that. I was like, God damn it. I wrote yesterday.
0: <laughs> did, did he respond? No. I fucking get, why do people do that? Right. I mean, do they have anything going on with their lives that you have to sit there and go through everyone that Sweeney follows?
1: I uh I said yesterday on social media, and I, I mean this sincerely. The way that and a lot of you are part of this audience, the way you have made <laughs> these other cities like New York In Toronto, yeah, and other cities. So the Giants, right? Not so much Toronto, but other cities. So fucking mad. They hate Padres Twitter. Yeah. They hate this city. I goddamn laugh so hard every time. But I would also advise all of you that every time they take the bait, remember they're doing the same thing you guys do when you take the bait that Dave puts out. Yes. So, like, (laughs) practice what you preach. Like, but I think it's great. I said it yesterday. I go, it's the funniest shit I've seen. These New Yorkers hated San Diego. Yeah. Fuck the Padres. You pussy stains, we were called. (laughs) To which the kept faith, the kept faith, goddammit, wrote the funniest line I've read on social media. And I don't know if it was Dallas or the other guy. Wrote, hey, Let's keep it to baseball. No name calling. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent those guys a message. I go, dude, that's funny funniest shit. Because you know the New York guys. Like, oh, yeah. That's why they're a pussy. They got their feelings hurt. I think it's fantastic. And Barry Bloom wrote me and goes, oh, that's something to be proud of. And I told him, don't you bring your act into the dojo. You know how they feel about you. He goes, "Fuck, you're right. I'm leaving." <laughs> <So he's>,
0: yeah. <laughs> this is what it's. This is the only thing I can say it's equivalent to. It's like when you watch those Animal Planet shows. Yeah. And they show you a piranha, and the first yeah. one goes in to see if it's worth getting. Right. And then he sends the message out. Oh yeah, it's fucking on. And then you, you're done. Oh my god. It is it's so great. I watched that guy from that one guy from New York. Yeah, just get fair eat, play. Yeah, fair play. Got eaten alive. They. I mean, he got eaten a lot. He didn't know what the fuck to do. He's like,
1: what the fuck's going on? And then he complained to Twitter. (laughs) He complained to Twitter support. I, it's, (laughs) oh my God. It's drunk Flannery. It's Eric. It's dude. There, there were 50 of these guys. Uh, Friar girl. They're all in on it. And it's, I love it. Bullshit. You know, we've been, fuck Barry and Barry should know this. We've put up with so much bullshit for 50 years of this team. And look, there's no guarantee this team's going to be anything more than whatever they are tonight. We have no idea. Close to a 500 team.
0: We have no idea. Yeah.
1: That'd be good for the wallet. It would be good for your wallet. But but the idea that all of these fuckers are taking the bait and hate Padres Twitter and hate this city, I think it's great. They've always looked at as like...
0: It's been soft. Soft. Soft, sunny town. We Easy go going. to
1: Petco Park and get yep. tri-tip. Now they're like, fuck that place. <laughs> I hate those dicks. <laughs> fuck. These motherfuckers. Oh, how many characters do I have left? <laughs> and I just... I love it, man. I love it. Good on all of you. Oh, my
0: gosh. I was, uh, I was looking up some of the Yankee guys that were getting killed. One guy's bio was New York Yankee fan... 27 championships, my team is better than yours. And it was like, all right, there's nothing you can much say. No. Nope. 27 championships, but he got eaten alive. Yeah. He just got smoked. And yeah. He, to a Padre team that that's that they swept in 1998. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? Well, they
1: took two out of three.
0: The Yankees took two yeah, out of three. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the but the, if you were just reading Twitter, you would have sworn the Padres swept them.
1: We just, and then it. slept with their wives. Yeah. That's it like, insane. Uh, it felt like uh, that scene in the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Or they're all in the park. (laughs) Hey, Warriors. Hey, Yankee Twitter. Come out and play. You're like, shit. They're going to get demolished. Oh, my gosh. Now, look, the Marlins come to town. There's nobody on Marlins Twitter. So, all of you, I don't know what you do.
0: Go ahead and rest a little bit.
1: Yeah. Rest up. Ice the hand.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Let
1: your data plan calm down. (laughs) Shit, I don't know what you do.
0: I'm, I'm going to the Marlins game tomorrow. On Friday.
1: Are you going Friday?
0: Going on Friday. First game I've gone to, and then I'm going back again on Wednesday against the Phillies, Bryce Harper dead game.
1: Uh, I know how you're going tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, you know I'm going on
1: Wednesday too. Uh, Against the Phillies? Yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything to do with that. But our friend Glenn Geffner, who's incredibly nice, voice of the Marlins, longtime supporter of this show, Reached out and said, hey, you coming out? We're in town. And I said, you know what? I am. Our listener, Mark, which, by the way, went and looked those seats up. God dang, Mark. Unbelievable how great these are. I'm like seven rows behind the dugout, if even wow. that. that's awesome. Taking my son, Cade, who's running the rock and roll that day, and uh, and his brother, and we're taking their mom, too. Cool. As my son's one. And I said, you know what? That's a nice thing to do. So we're going to go, the four of us, and just hang out and celebrate. Uh their mom and Cade running the half marathon, give him some ho dads, and just have a great day out there. And I said to Gaff, I go, man, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. And he goes, well, hang on, is Dave coming out? And I go, shit, I don't know. And he goes, all right, I'm gonna text him right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're going out. Do you know where uh, Glenn's? Yes, it's crazy that his oldest son is where he's going to school next year. Uh no. University of Alabama.
1: Oh, you're kidding. Yeah.
0: So I was like, dude, that's awesome. So here's the deal. I'm taking Josh, and Josh is a roommate from the University of Alabama, still lives in Alabama, Okay, wants to see Petco Park. He was so disappointed. He was here for a little bit of time, didn't think he was going to get a chance to see it, and he's uh, super excited about, about going to see Petco Park right. tomorrow night. He's a big – you know, it's funny. He loves craft beer. Oh, man. And I go, dude, this is this is the place. Dude. You're going to love it.
1: Petco Park. Look, I, having gone to a few ballparks, yeah. Dave, this year – Shit, man, it is so fun. It really is fun down there to see a game. And now that the team's relevant again, uh, I just think the next couple of years, man, you're going to start seeing that place on Sunday night baseball and game of the week because uh, the players are going to matter. The younger guy's coming up. Gore, I know, was pitching really well tonight. I didn't see how he ended up. He's been doing really, really well. But with Paddock and, and the rest of these guys and whatever else happens moving out, shit man it's going to be kind of fun like yeah. like for this city it's been a rough couple of uh years for us but being out there at petco is going to be a great time yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm not going to see harper cuz i'm going i'm taking my kids a week from saturday for beach town night
0: that's awesome wednesday i was uh is the day that they they they're going to give me the oh, honor shit. as far as coach of the week and then up for coach of the year so i'll be down on the field but i will be in the owners box no before, way. Yeah, before the game. So <laughs> all you Padre Twitter fans, that's going to fucking hurt a little bit.
1: I don't think so. It's going to hurt you when they start exposing what a big mouth you are. <laughs> I'm on their side. All right, here's
0: an interesting thing about the Padres. I'm going to throw at you, okay? All right.
1: Thanks for my tickets for Wednesday. I Not do
0: I do have them. If you want to go, I have tickets for you.
1: Fuck, yeah. I will. So <laughs> it's 12,
0: 1230.
1: Shit, do I have any more sick time?
0: <laughs> I got to figure that out. All of a sudden, you got the flu. God, I do. You got smallpox. I won't be in for one day. (laughs) All right. All right. So here you go. I was looking at attendance for Major League Baseball. Yeah. So for the Padres, where do you think the Padres rank out of 30 teams in attendance? Average attendance. Well, actually, I'll get total and average.
1: Total and average. Top 10. Close. 13. Okay. Okay. Not bad, right? Not bad. Who's number 1? Dodgers. It's always the Dodgers. Dodgers are always close to
0: 4 million. Dodgers average about 47,000 people a game. That's pretty wow. that's pretty crazy. Who the number 2 team is surprising to me and just because it's a smaller market. You would have guessed it would have been the Yankees, but it's not or you know what I mean, one of those yeah. teams. Yeah. Who is it? St. Louis. Oh yeah. And St. Louis has a losing record. They average 40 almost 42,000. Okay. So the Padres right now are averaging 29,117 okay so they've they've drawn already 815,303 fantastic much better than the last few years okay here's to me the most interesting thing about the Padres on the road they average more really they average more now a lot of that can do for the teams they're facing you know when you go and you you obviously take on the Dodgers sure that's 47,000 right there if not more because of uh, people are driving up for games but on the road, they average thirty-one thousand one hundred thirty-nine. Wow, it's cool. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, that was uh, that I was I was surprised by that number. That the Padres are ahead of teams like the Mets, they're ahead of teams like the Nationals, um, they're ahead of teams obviously like the Chicago White Sox, Cleveland Indians, you know, teams that are bigger cities, even even Pittsburgh, you know, they're double. They've already done double what the, the Pirates have.
1: I think, yeah, but Dave, I think you look at certain teams like the Marlins coming to San Diego. Marlins are
0: last by the way Average 9,000 yeah, gonna... And you know it's not 9,000
1: Right You're going to struggle to name anybody on that team Yeah, But it's like it used to be here When you were getting ready to buy tickets And you're looking at the schedule and you go alright who's coming to town Well the Phillies are coming to town Oh damn Bryce Harper's yep. in that lineup Nationals are coming to town after that Damn we may see Scherzer Right Juan Soto Rendon There's people uh, Strasburg Right? There's names of people that you want to see on that. Now, all of a sudden, with San Diego, assuming he's healthy again at some point, people want to see Tatis Jr. Yep. They want to see Machado. I don't know where Hosmer fits in that. Look, Paddock, there's a buzz about. When the Yankees say to Kevin A.C. yesterday, yeah, we were pretty amped up for this game. No shit. They had we, back-to-back home runs off him. Yeah, but they said we knew this kid had a lot of hype around yeah. him, and we were hyped up to see what he was doing. That's cool. Doing. That's pretty fun, man. That's a compliment to him.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a com- it is. a It's It's a compliment to the organization. I mean, for the fact that he missed that start in Toronto and everyone's like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, everyone was getting inside excited about his Paddock day. Yeah. I don't want to say it's Fernando Mania, but it was the same kind of thing. You knew when he pitched, you were hoping. If you got tickets to the Padre game, you were excited to see see a Paddock pitch.
1: Well, and it was going to be, uh, was it scheduled to be Paddock and Strowman? It might have
0: been. I, I don't even remember who he was supposed to pitch against. I just remember, what, what did they say? Sore neck? Is that what they call Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was cool to get a chance to go to Yankee Stadium and pitch. You know, obviously, when you pitch in already early on in his career, he's pitched at both Dodger Stadium and Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You know, it's only May. Pretty good. I mean, that's what you want. To me, that's what you want. You want guys pitching in these big cities, big markets, big history. So, when you get to the games that really matter in September or the postseason, and you go, fuck it. The the nerves aren't there like maybe they would be if he doesn't get that experience.
1: Uh, They announced today – that they have settled on the final design for the new unis. Yeah. And they'll be announced in November.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that.
1: So apparently the home one uh, will be white with a pinstripe. Is that right? Yep. And but the Isn't road. Isn't that kind of what you wanted? Yeah. But the road to me is. I'm interested because the road jersey is a sand. But, oh, shit. Really? But. They said it's more brown infused than it was a couple of years ago.
0: The one a couple of years ago almost looked like a mustard color, like a dirty mustard color. Well, it it was was
1: tan. Yeah, it was just kind of this weird tan. However, no gray. But if you remember back and think back to like 80, whatever, 87 or whatever those were, yeah. Yeah, the brown on the gray didn't really look very good. Yeah. So I kind of understand that. So. I don't know. Apparently the font's gonna be a little different than we're seeing currently. And Fowler is saying, look, man, we want this to be it no for shit. the next next ten years. I know people were grumbling on social media and mad already tonight without even seeing it. Afraid they're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> I mean
0: that's just Well what... you are not gonna make everybody happy. You know that's gonna happen.
1: I got it. All I'm telling you is I I do know firsthand how much they put into this. Like, I, I feel like the last couple of jerseys, yeah, starting with those sand ones, Dave, the Alderson era, I just felt like those were, God, they were terrible. Like who looked at those and said, Hey, these work. Yeah. Um, they have put a ton of effort and money and research and more research into finding the right ones. And so I don't know. We'll find out, but
0: what if they went back to the font they had in the 80s, like the the the, the way the, the Padre P and the A and the D? Remember how everything was a little different? Do you want something like that? Or no. you like? I'm with you. I, I, again, no. why would you go back to that? You were at your worst when you were in those. Right. I, Outside I, of the World Series year, the, you were shit.
1: Look, whoever that dude was that, that put those brown ones out. He was out, on ass.
0: Oh, I mean the ones the
1: second year, the Garvey ones? No, the ones that the guy had done the Photoshop of that I yeah, remember we yeah. got pictures of like Kashner. Yeah. And Matt Kemp. Yeah, those Fuck, are, those, those are nice. were great. Yeah. With like a Padre script and like a really kind of like chocolate brown. Yeah. Not like, but like a darker, like a dark chocolate brown. Those were really cool, man. I liked a bunch of those. So I honestly, I don't
0: know. as a, just as a baseball kind of purist guy, find the one uniform, stay with it forever. Right. I mean, like like the Cardinals do, like the Yankees do just just stay with one. Yeah. It shows success to me.
1: Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll figure it out, but they're going to come out in November They're going to have it, and then the whole deal can go from
0: there. All right, a couple other baseball things I'll bring up in a second. But I want to mention the guys that helped make this show go. We'll start with Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. Man, the weather is finally starting to warm up. Go ahead look at your phone and see how nice it's going to be. They say this is going to be one of the hottest summers of all time. You're going to need that pool. You're going to have to find that friend that has a pool. If you don't have that pool and you're thinking, man, it's time to sit there and, and make that decision to go ahead and save money other places and invest in our home, Guess what? Alan Taylor's your guy. Taylor made pools. He's been doing it for more than 20 years. Here's his number. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: One happy Canadian, my friend Al no Taylor. Happy to see what happened there. Dave just mentioned it. It's going to be incredibly hot this summer. Man, I was laid out literally all day today with the flu. Just something hit me towards the mid part of last night, like Nine o'clock last night, but because I'm a gamer and we missed Thursday's show last week, I didn't want to miss tonight, because I was sitting there today and it goes through that thing where you're either hot or you're cold or yeah. the whole thing. I was just sitting there thinking, man, I should call Alan and find out who has a tailor-made pool that's not home. So I should just go sit by some random tailor-made pool because when you're not feeling great, nothing feels better than just sitting outside. Yeah. And then you get too hot, you need to cool down. You got that perfect tailor-made pool, custom-made, doesn't look like every other slappy on the block. Man, it is going to be perfect. I invite you to check out our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, because if you go to the sponsors page, you can see pictures for yourself. But they are absolutely gorgeous. And as the weather gets better, uh, we always say with friends, too. It's always fun, Dave. You've had that kind of house. We had that kind of house. Where your kids' friends come over. Yeah. And nothing brings energy and love and life back to a house than a really fun pool. Nobody does it better than Taylor made pools.
0: Absolutely. And also, don't forget about that beautiful house right there. Brian Kerr is your guy. So many people looking to figure out what is the the best place to live. Where's the be- place you want to be in San Diego County? Brian Curry can ask or answer all those questions for you as he asks those questions. Whether it's a North County, it's East County. Forget about it. Imperial Beach. Brian no. will take you. Jeff just makes you feel bad about no, it. he's not.
1: He's already said it. We're not going there. Yeah, not going.
0: East Lake, La Jolla, so many different places you can go throughout San Diego, and they're all great, but you need to find the house that fits your family the best with the right schools around it. Make sure you call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. The
1: thing I love about BC is he's going to find what's important to you to make sure that that ties in with the house you have. I lived in La Costa for about five years. Yeah. Lived in a beautiful place. The thing that my friend who owned the place didn't do was hadn't done enough research on how close we were to the freeway because both of us traveled to five every day for work. And what we realized was from our place that we loved, the only way we could get to work every morning is we had to backtrack two miles, then go west two miles, and then come back those same two miles south To get onto the freeway. That kind of shit matters because if you're going to be in a house for 25 or 30 years, shit, even if your plan's only to be there 10 or 15 years, that's every minute of the morning, all of a sudden it impacts you because, whoa, I got to backtrack two miles. I got to do everything else. All of those different things Brian's seen in those 20 years that Dave talks about, and he's going to be prepared for questions that you don't even think to ask. That's why he's the best in town. That's why he's our guy, and he should be your guy, too. You
0: ever see those houses where they live, they're like on a busy street, and you're like, how the fuck do you get out of your own driveway? Uh, Yeah. Like, how do you back out of your own driveway? Or you look at those driveways, and you're like, how do you even get your car in the driveway? Like, what what the fuck's going on at that house? Who built that? And why would you buy that?
1: Well, uh, my kids go to school in La Mesa, and right there on 70th Street, there's a bunch. Dave, I think about other things. Like you said, how do you get out in the morning, right? Or anywhere... If you go anywhere in Carlsbad along the 101, those are always a challenge. But then I always think about stuff, too. You have kids that are out running around not paying attention. Dog, cat, right? Yep. You go, know, shit, all those kind of things. I don't know. Maybe you're just living down there with uh, with uh, Nicole Egger, When <laughs> you just hang out, you're like, fuck it. We'll leave when we leave. I'll make you some crepes. I'll make <laughs> some crepes.
0: Also, hey, don't forget about Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy to help you financially. How are your finances? What direction are you going? Yeah. Right now, I'm sure a lot of you who paid your taxes said, wait a second, I didn't get the money back that I normally get back. What am I going to do in the future to stretch my money out so I have money to live on and I'm not living in my kid's house or asking my friends for money as I get older? Guess what? Dan Williams is your guy. He's the guy who's the financial expert to make sure that things fall in place. One of the most important phone calls you can make is to Dan Williams, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813.
1: Yeah, it's C2 Financial Corporation, they've been helping families like yours achieve home ownership and independence for the last 15 years using that borrow smart approach to mortgage planning. Now, Dan's got two books for you. First one is borrow smart, repay smart. Man, I can't tell you enough how much that matters. I was saying the other day, talking about working in the finance industry or the mortgage industry, and trying to set up repayment plans and people that never repaid smart. They were making their priorities uh, unsecured credit card loans and then forgetting about car payments or their mortgage payments. When you work with Dan, you're gonna realize it's gonna help you set your priority list so that you're paying the right bills on time, which is gonna free up money to pay the other bills. The second book, which is dedicated to those of you in the military, is how to purchase a home with no down payment. Now, Dan's a huge supporter of the Honor Foundation, so he felt like it was really, really important to uh, properly educate the military families on how to own a home using their VA entitlement. We're gonna give you both the books for free. Dan said, what? Whoa, hello! Hang! What? Too bad, I already said it. Both books for free. All you have to do, go to SanDiegoLending.us slash Dave Jeff. SanDiegoLending.us slash Dave Jeff. Do it now before he changes the website. Or call him at 858-688-6813. All
0: right, here's one of these things that's picking up steam. If you go on and you look at your social media, you've probably Mm -hmm. seen this already. Jeff and I have been talking about this for now about a month. But all of a sudden, it's all over the place. And you're finding out which celebrities are really into this, too. It's a big green egg. Yeah. The big green egg. The San Diego Egg Fest is Sunday, June 9th. For us, it's right around the corner. It's Otai Ranch Mall. But again, San Diego Egg Fest, Sunday, June 9th, 2019. There's so many things going on. Here's the way you find your information. It's hotsaucesandmore.com. It's the letter N, hotsaucesandmore.com. You're seeing it all over TV. You're seeing it all over Facebook. But it's amazing how many celebrities have gotten involved in this big green egg.
1: Um, one of my favorite guys, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Great story. Talking about how he brings it out and did it for... Um, Dave Grohl has become a huge barbecue guy. Yeah. And when the Malibu fires were going on, Grohl provided all the food and barbecued himself for all the firefighters. He probably up started there. it. Yeah, He started the big a fucking fire. take it back.
0: Didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He learned on the spot. Take it back. Took half of California with him.
1: Uh, Sunday, June 9th. 20 to 30 chefs cooking a variety of things, ton of samples, four classes, 10.30 in the morning, you're going to learn how to cook with wood, 12 up, uh, 12 noon, straight up, eggs 101, learning everything you need to learn about that big green egg, you're going to learn all about apple mustard pork belly at one o'clock, and then 2.30 prime rib, both of those from Chef David Rose. Right now, they're probably not, but there still may be a chance that they're looking for more chefs. Go to hot sauces, the letter N, more.com slash events. $60 for a couple, 35 bucks if you're going solo. Old Tie Ranch, Town Center Mall, 2015 Birch Road, right down the street in Chula Vista. Beautiful place to go. And man, those big green eggs are going to be on sale. What a perfect! Perfect gift for dad leading into Father's No day. kidding.
0: No kidding. And finally, again, we want to thank Kyle Pfluger. Kyle Pfluger is absolutely fantastic at what he does. Again, he's the guy that makes your website look like, hey, you know what? You're actually doing a business. Yep. You could be a complete dumb shit, but they yep. won't figure it out by looking at the website. Nope.
1: They won't have any clue till they've already signed the deal.
0: <laughs> Kyle's your guy to make you look that much smarter.
1: Yep. All you have to do. I'm doing it. I mentioned my friend yeah. Joe, photographer, but she has nowhere to put her stuff. So we're going to set her up a website uh, with Kyle. I said, "Hey, just send the link out to family and friends. Yeah. They'll love it. Because I think there's a lot of you that may not necessarily have a business, but may just have a place. Disappointing Joseph should absolutely, if they don't already, yeah. have a website with Kyle so people can just go and do it. For Dave and Jeff's show, people can go to our website and listen to any of the past shows they want. They're all there. Our Twitter feed's there. Uh, all blogs. Where's Tarantino? We haven't had a blog for a while.
0: I'll, I got a story for him and for you in a second about him. All right. All right Ky- Kyle's number, I'm going to give oh, it yeah, to you, though. Go ahead. 619 500 6621.
1: 619 500 6621. Man, he's good.
0: What's up with JoJo? No, it was funny because remember, I was telling you about a month ago that I said I have uh, I got an Achilles tendon that I think is, oh, yeah. is about to, to burst. So I ended up going to the doctor for today because uh, the Achilles tendon looks like the letter C in the back. It looks terrible and it hurts like hell. Yeah. And then my left shoulder, I haven't been able to use my left arm for about two months. It's just all fucked up. So I go see a doctor, and we're talking about uh, Steve Woods would have fucking killed me on this thing. So first thing I have to do, I take the sweatshirt off. I got a Yankee shirt on underneath. Oh, ah, Jesus. I might kick you out of here. I go, you're a Padre fan? He goes, big Padre fan. He goes, I got a friend of mine who works with the Padres, and it is, it's JoJo. And so we start oh, sharing fun. JoJo stories, the whole deal. So he's like, I go, what do you think of the Achilles' ten I mean, the Achilles' tendon?" and he goes... That's a high, high risk. I don't know if it's going to still be there by the time you come back to see me next time. Whoa! And I'm like, shit. But my my shoulder. Yeah. He goes, did did, did the whole look at it. He goes, did you get like two torn ligaments or or, or, or tendons in your shoulder? My, it's uh, the rotator cuff and yeah. the bicep tendon. It's all frayed. It's all fucked up. I said, I'm not doing any kind of surgery. He goes, I tell you what, I can give you a steroid shot. You won't feel anything for two months. Nice. I go, stick it in there. Look at this shit. Didn't move Yay! my left arm around like, like fucking Grover and shit on Sesame Street. That was the first time I was able to put my arm above my head or put my shirt on without wincing in two months. It was great. JoJo's friend was the guy.
1: Well, I bet JoJo's <laughs> a little busy for the draft. Yeah. Uh, draft coming uh, he, up in You know, a week.
0: that's funny you say that. That's exactly right. Yep. Because JoJo called me about a couple guys, asked if I knew them, who had tryouts with the Padres today, and he had to do all the physicals for everybody. All
1: right, we'll get a new blog from JoJo. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt if you and I wrote one yeah. for our own website. And uh, I want to get one from Horton. Yesterday, That'd be cool. watching the Stanley Cup Finals on DirecTV, flipping around between periods. Yeah. And it was the Lynx – playing somebody i i can't even tell you who they were playing but all of a sudden we're going by we see this game i hear that voice i go hey that's al horton and what happened was the guy who had been al's studio host and did the lynx games just got hired as the voice of the charlotte team really so they probably were short a guy and threw Al back in. They but I he-
0: told Al, you never work a fucking playoff game. We're going to get our money's worth, asshole.
1: Yeah, get in there. Get grinding. <laughs> grinding. <laughs> but then, all of a sudden, I'm watching the game for a few minutes. Al does a great job, yeah. as he always does. And he says, foul called by referee John Butler. Of what? <laughs> What'd you just say, you little shit? Did you, did you change that gentleman's name? <laughs> Eddie! Did you hear that, you little bastard? I'm a goddamn referee in the NBA Finals. <laughs> the WNBA. Oh, don't you correct me on this show, Ed. Don't you dare. Did you see the guy who wrote on social media? Put the picture together of Ed? Yes. Saying, I'm getting, I'm not getting your chili anymore. What the fuck? You're a little fucker. I'm one of those goddamn baby crackers. And I love Eddie. Dumbest line ever. I could not think of... Uh, I couldn't think of when we were doing it. I couldn't think of oyster crackers.
0: Yeah, the funny thing about it is... You remember all those goddamn Chunky Soup commercials? Yeah. Like 10 years ago, they had all these celebrities doing them? Yeah. Fucking John Butler would have been the perfect oh, guy. Oh, shit, that would have been good.
1: Me and my little friend Ed. Ed and I love... Oh, I like the little letters. But the thing that I can't... In my soup is fuck you, Eddie. <laughs> I need another K. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another can
0: so I can smell fuck you, Eddie.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you know, I like a corn chowder. Oh, you would. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah just sitting
1: here you never know and i i locked up i locked up on oyster crackers i couldn't think of it (laughs) so that's when i changed i was like fuck it worked out even funnier thinking about that big maniac i was like i just i couldn't think of Oyster crackers. I wanted to call them something else. I couldn't think of the name. So yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! All right, the other thing I was going to bring up to you. You saw Bill Buckner passed away. The yeah. Other day. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I thought ESPN was horseshit on the way they promoted that story. Did Did you
1: see? It's, I no, I didn't see what they do.
0: They Bill Buckner dies at age sixty nine, yeah. known for butchering the ball in fucking nineteen eighty There was nothing about almost hitting three thousand, having three thousand hits, being an yeah. all star. Uh, coming to the major leagues at 19 years old. It was fucking the 1986 play. And I was like, God, man, even at the end, you know, they fucked that guy.
1: Well, I don't know how many people get it. ESPN, the magazine's going away. Sports Illustrated was... Is ESPN and the magazine finally going away? God, it's bad. Yeah, bad. Sports Illustrated, I finally canceled today. Okay. I haven't had it for years.
0: Yeah, I haven't had it in years.
1: But they used to be weekly. Now they're two times a month used to get it for like 25 bucks. Now it's like 60 a year. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You don't even get a free phone. No, or windbreak. (laughs) But the one thing that I get, and I don't even know. Like, I never feel like I have to pay for it. I don't know. Shit, maybe my ex-wife pays for it. I don't know. But um, I still get that USA Today Sports Weekly. Really? It shows up every week.
0: The one you used to get at KFMB?
1: Just the, uh, it's like the newspaper. Yeah. Did you see the seven eleven?
0: Yeah, when what's his face got blown out?
1: Is that the one you put in your name? No, no. When Ron Rena died? Yeah. No, I got sport no, I got sporting news and uh <laughs> Sports Illustrated and like Pro Football Weekly. Got all those. When Ron uh, when Ron got fired. Yeah. I was, changed them all. He had not cleared out his desk. That's an absolute <laughs> true story. When Ron Rena got fired at KSDO, he'd been there for like fifteen years. And you're calling customer service? Yeah. I did. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Calling from KSDO. We're going to make a name change. Yeah, Ron retired. Oh, isn't that great? Like, no, I didn't. Shh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck my hurry was. Like, it could have all been in his name. I could have yeah. just taken him. Like, I don't know who I was worried about. Ta- I have no idea why I yeah. did that. Terrible. But um. <laughs> Terrible. But anyways, Dave, the point being is Bob Nightingale wrote a really great tribute to Bill Buckner good, and talked about exactly what you just said, that it's embarrassing, and said to Buckner's credit he never ran from it, Yeah, signed pictures with Mookie Wilson, said nobody on that team ever blamed him, yeah. said he was a huge reason for them even getting to the World Series. I think they beat Kansas City that year, and Buckner had been a stud. Um, really did a nice thing about him and what a good guy he was
0: I was listening to a story about uh it was Larry David was talking yeah. about Bill Buckner what, what the fuck was he on was it Rich Eisen
1: well I don't know where it was okay. but that he came into Kirby Enthusiasm and
0: t- said he called him personally you know cause yeah. he said usually someone else does it but he goes that was a tough kid said he turned it down a bunch of times and finally did it and said he was the nicest guy in the world yeah and then I guess in the show he catches a baby yeah right. but he said when they did the fucking first take he fucking dropped the baby
1: jesus
0: he goes it was so fucking hilarious he goes he was dying to keep it in the show but he goes i couldn't fucking do it to the guy he goes i had to fucking fix it
1: Uh, yeah but man it's just it's one of those things where you look at and you go man the dude let him up for air yeah let him up for air yeah uh one final thing too dave we mentioned this and then this will be the last thing for me um an amazingly horrible situation in the Cubs-Astros game Yeah, with that little girl getting hurt and the impact that it had on everybody. But shit, the same night, was it the Dodger game? Dude got hit?
0: I don't even know. I was watching the Dodger game yesterday.
1: Uh, I thought it was the Dodger game, but an older man got hit in the head and was bleeding. Look, I've said it before. When I go to those games, I know my sons very, very well. And they get distracted. And my brother in law and my sister have season tickets. Yeah, they are right down. They're down the third base line now. They were down the first base line. My brother in law is a great athlete. He's a runner. He plays over forty baseball, softball, the whole thing. Like he knows the game. Yeah, he's had his finger broken. He took one off the chest. I mean, he's Jesus, been, like he like a got, lightning rod, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, he got drilled a couple of times, and he's yeah. a guy that pays attention, plays yeah. the game. And, Dave, I, I just see that, and there's a bigger talk now that the Nets may be extended all the way down like to the Japan. foul ball. That's
0: what they do in Japan.
1: I'm telling you, man, when I was given these seats from Mark, and I was so incredibly thankful for them, one of the things that meant the most was, yeah, my kids are going to be safe. And and I just, I look at that, these yeah. guys are getting bigger, they're getting stronger, the pitchers are getting bigger. They show exit
0: velocity. They show you it's 114 miles an hour. Right. I mean, that little girl got hit by a ball going about 114 miles an and hour.
1: And it's like a rock.
0: And think about it, she was on her dad's lap, and he couldn't stop it. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he had to reach over and try and knock it down. Yeah. It was basically in front of his heart and his face. Man. And he couldn't stop it. And I, I, I heard someone today saying, oh, it's a rare circumstance, what's the big deal? You're making too big of a deal out of it. And the person responded with, somebody has died at these games. I mean, yeah. we're watching the end of the Dodger-Mets game right now. Fran Reyes fouled a ball, killed a lady last year. Yeah. I mean, it happens. So, again, remember in hockey, the girl, uh-huh. the little girl at the, the Blue Jackets game, right? behind the Yep, behind the net. And she, and she died, got hit by a hockey puck. And guess what? The whole NHL was proactive, and they fucking put that net up back there. Yeah,
1: and it's safe.
0: And it hasn't ruined the game for no. fan experience.
1: I I saw Chris Woodward. Yeah. Still in baseball. I think he's on the bench coaching for somebody. Wrote a thing today that Jeff Passon had where he said, I'm at 162 games a year. Think about from an announcer's standpoint. I remember on Real Sports, I think they interviewed Joe Simpson and yeah, Chip Carey. Did that's you right. see that? And they were like, how many times during the course of a season do we yell, Look out, Oh!'" And he said, the ball goes flying in there yeah like they got to do it right yeah exactly i mean it's just it doesn't impact anything we sit behind the net at elsinore but it's one of those things why like at at beach Town night yeah we got seats we're up high because i know my kids are going to be all right if the ball is coming flying um shit as long as they don't get hit by the fucking t-shirt guy like poor rita did um <laughs> uh, but when the ball comes flying in that yeah. fast, man, I'm I, sorry. I'm just not taking that chance. Yeah, I'm with I you. I don't need to. There's nothing. I don't need an you know, unobstructed view of Hosmer or anything else. How quickly do you think baseball moves to get that done?
0: Boy, I tell you, I'm not so sure they do. I, everyone knows it's the right thing. I'm not so sure they do. They might say that fan experience – and and basically go you know people will complain i don't think people will keep them from going to games i just don't think we will keep them from going to games you see it in japan they have great attendance just the way it is it just what yeah. becomes the norm it just becomes what you're used to i'm i'm sorry if if you think it's going to decrease your chances of getting a foul ball you're, you're out of your mind you're talking about basically the safety of of kids like jeff's age and, and you know just like that little girl yesterday it was oh. very very small I've never seen a stadium outside when they asked for a moment of silence that had that many people in it that was that quiet. That, yeah. was, that was crazy.
1: Yeah. And and uh, I still haven't heard the update yeah. from her, but I hope uh, I hope she's doing well. One quick thing. Uh, got a beautiful message tonight from Sam Bass on social media. I saw it.
0: That was fantastic. Very and shocking it, and, and very cool.
1: Uh, Suda Vincent went to see him. People have asked, have you gone to see him? Dave, I haven't and it's not because i don't have a great deal of uh love for sam i'm just the kind of guy that i don't really feel right shoehorning my way in to family time yeah that to me is family time he has kids he has grandkids he has a wife uh i know what he i know what he means to me and he knows what uh or i know what i mean to him and he knows what he means to me um and by, and dave i know you feel that same way too but for me, yeah, I would go see him every day. But I just know how it was with my buddy, yeah, that certain people show up and all of a sudden it's kind of it would be fine. But I just I feel like any minute I spend with him, I'm taking a minute away from a daughter, a granddaughter, a wife and I'm just not I, I don't want to do
0: that. That's smart.
1: Yeah, I just it's my way of showing respect yeah. to a guy that means a lot to me. I'm not uh but he's he's grinding. He's grinding and he's eating a little bit. And he's out of ICU and he's breathing and talking. So if it looks like uh, the the long-term is that he's going to be hanging around, again, with cancer, it's, yeah. it's a day-by-day fight. We all know that. Um, but isn't it ironic, Dave, just on my Facebook memories, five years ago today, uh, we were talking about your sister, Lisa. Yeah. Who was going through her battle. Look at her. Yeah. Gorgeous. Doing traveling great. the world. Doing awesome. Cool as hell. Loves Tommy's. I mean, yeah, so if, if it looks like Sam's got some extended time, yeah, then shit, yeah, I'll take the first opportunity I get. But for right now, I'm, I am I want to show respect to the family and and give that time. I think it's the right decision.
0: That's cool. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear he's doing well. That's that's insane, but especially from the messages we were receiving about this time last week. Yeah, It's insane that he's still here.
1: Yeah, and uh, Chris Carmichael, thank you to... Oh, two guys I have to say thank you to. Number one, thank you to Chris Carmichael, um, who does a nice little radio show up on the Pollock Reservation, sent me the nicest message today and said, hey, would it be okay if I used 60 seconds from the... Uh... He asked
0: me the same thing. why do he ask both of
1: us? I said absolutely. you need a permission from both of us?
0: I don't know. I told him absolutely. Jesus, Chris, if, if you didn't call me first and you called me after Jeff gave you the go-ahead, don't waste my time
1: again. But... He will. <laughs> it's a super nice guy. And here's the guy of all guys you want to know who the greatest guy Joe is? Joe
0: Nelson. You owe him an apology. I don't He's know shit.
1: He's crushed. He's not. You don't even know. Who would he kill off today? Oh. Hal Clement? Is Hal Clement dead? Joe? Huh? Harold Green? Harold Green. <laughs> Bob Dale? Shit, I think Bob Dale actually is. <laughs> you could run with that one. No, the greatest guy in San Diego is Frank Anthony. Yes. Do you know why? Why? Because Frank said if we can get him that audio, he'll clean it up. Really? He's gonna balance out the levels of that fucking show and it'll be a podcast that we can be proud of, you especially. <laughs> it's on it's on iTunes, so I'm gonna pull it off. I'm not gonna you know what, you son of a bitch. Jesus. The guy comes in, we're in the desert, dying, and he shows up with a bottle of water and you're pissed that it's not Aquafina. You fucking What dead. do you want me to do? I can't How-
0: Send it from my computer. It's in the goddamn... Take it off iTunes. That's what Carmichael did.
1: Download it to a fucking thumb drive. From, and from where? And FedEx said
0: to him. He has a computer. Why would I do that? Not fucking 1998. Figure it out, Frank. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're the goddamn devil. I already did my part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> devil.
0: I'm not fucking changing guys' magazine names and shit while they're still oh, in the building shit. looking for boxes, dirtbag. You- bag. Jesus, if you're on me for Bart Starr, fuck you. You're no better. You're no better at all. Jesus. The fucking
1: guy, Dave. <laughs> the guy's crying and hugging people. Hey, customer service, how you doing? Yeah, I could it. Hey, Ron, can
0: you keep it down? I'm on to the customer service. Shut the fuck up over
1: there. Hey, Ron, I've called Sporting News. Pro Football Weekly, what else do you get? Golf Digest. Got gotcha, you, partner. Thumbs up. Fuck. Why am I so bad? <laughs> oh, it's so sad. What a jerk. What a dick. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's All right. it. What do you think? You know, the one thing is you've not responded to. Yeah. What do you think of my deal that Sunday when I said how you view yourself on Twitter and how everybody else views you, and I had you as Lorenzo Lamas as renegade. Oh, oh, you gotta <laughs> I go see, see it. No, that's funny. I said how Dave views himself, and it's Lorenzo Lamas, yeah. renegade Jesus. versus how all of us view you, in some 1970s wrestler in this shitty mask <laughs> and like black long underwear. <laughs>
0: I didn't see that one, fuck. You gotta
1: go find it. Oh,
0: shit. If that was after the day I was called a racist, I was not oh, on that Twitter for, for 24 yeah. hours straight. I was like, I'm not going back on this thing.
1: All right, we don't follow a lot of porn stars either, but the ones we follow are going to be in the Hall of Fame, yeah, goddammit. And they know us, so
0: fuck right. you, jealous.
1: Jealous? I don't think he was. I yeah, he, he was, wasn't. No, I think he was just like, shit, yeah. what are we judging for? <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what's funny yeah. is... uh uh, Lisa Ann had something the other day on Twitter, right? I can't yep. even remember what she's promoting. I think my dad liked it. i will <laughs> die laughing. Does he have a cat too? <laughs> no, I don't like my think dad's so. cat. Oh shit! Uh, all right, that's it. Follow us on social media. Uh, bring it in for the Raptors, and then uh, we'll see you here on Monday Monday night, right, Dave? Yep, Monday all right, night. Right, ready we'll See to you go.
0: Monday. All right, Thanks. see you. <music>